Hello, and welcome back to the College Catholic Podcast. This is episode one, and in this episode, we will be exploring the idea of vocation in relation to marriage. So first, I think it's important to define the word vocation for itself, and a vocation is a strong feeling for a calling to a certain occupation or profession. So when looking at vocation in the Catholic Church, there seems to be a struggle and a debate posing the question, can a woman both be a successful mother and have a career? Or is this something that's only obtainable to men? When looking deeper into this, I have used the book Women's Sex in the Church to get a better insight into what this means and why women have such struggles balancing these two vocations. So I read pretty deep into the chapter, Doing Vocations, Managing the Tensions Between Our Private and Public Callings, and I discovered that more times than not, It is super difficult for Catholic women to feel successful both in their careers and as mothers without feeling any guilt. The author of this chapter argues that not only that, but men have advantages over women when pursuing their work vocations because it's more socially acceptable for them to abstain from being fathers and to focus on their careers. And this is a norm that has been set for years. I mean, it is the year 2022, and even with all the changes and issues that we have overcome, I still do not think that men being stay-at-home fathers will ever overcome the idea of women raising children. And this is due to the sad reality that we do live in a society created for and designed by men. So in this chapter, there's this quote and it states, where's the butter actually means butter my toast. No, you're quitting your job at the law firm because you're so busy managing the butter. And this was on page 163. And what I think the author is suggesting that in order to pursue a professional vocation, women have to set boundaries within the household. You know, when they refuse to do more than their fair share of household work, they are putting themselves in positions to continue living in a world made by men and created for men. And she also argues that, you know, even though we do have such elite women in the workplace, they still feel a sense of underlying guilt for not quitting their jobs for their families. And In the past years, this is an idea that also has been expressed through the church as a concern as well. As mentioned earlier, even if a woman decides that she does not want to fulfill her work vocation, there is guilt that comes with putting their entire life in the spotlight of being a mother, you know? The church has also governed and supported this idea as another quote in this book states, Pope John Paul II also displayed a growing awareness that the presence of a woman in public life is critical to the transformation of culture. And this was on page 166. So not only is it the norm that women raise the children, some are even arguing that it is necessary for a mother to be the main caretaker in a child's life. And in Corinthians 3 in the Bible, it states, the husband should fulfill his duty towards his wife and likewise the wife towards her husband. So through the church's eyes, if she is focusing more on her career and not being a mother, Is she properly even serving her husband? And especially when we look at the values within the church, it seems that the nurturing care of a mother helps to bring up a child. And some even argue that women have the only guiding principles and capabilities that are represented in the church's social doctrines to raise and bring up children and that males do just not have this. Um, So when we discuss the world and society currently, Hirschman also argues that if we continue to keep the structure that we currently have when looking at the parental duties of a mother versus a father, we are setting ourselves up for failure as women. You know, if we continue to push for a world where men are the majority in the public sphere, we're never going to win. And 
Another quote in this book argues that if the ruling class is overwhelmingly male, the rules will make mistakes that benefit males, whether from ignorance or from indifference. And that was on page 168. And another article I read, um, according to this man named Barron, he states that early Christian marriage, you know, used to sought to overcome oppressive features of the ancient families, such as, you know, there used to be forced marriage and this was forced for money and for family status. So if us women aren't fighting for our rights, we are still under this impression and still representing, in a way, these forced marriages that were the norm back in the day. And there's never going to be such change if we don't stick up for ourselves. But how does one balance these two vocations? And with this argument presented, it makes it super hard for women to explain why their career vocation should be equally pursued as those of a man when even the church is stating that it is crucial that they be mothers and that they fully support their children. Um, how, how do us women fight for our rights when the Bible tells us that, in quote, man subdues the earth through his work? And that was on page 163. You know, us Christians are told to live our lives in the reflection of what the creator designed for us. So, if we do decide to pursue our career, are we living with under what the creator would want for us? Because in the Bible, again, it never really mentions anything about women working. It states that, again, man subdues the earth through his work. So another question that I'm posing is that since biologically us women are gifted the ability to be pregnant and endure childbirth and give birth to child. How do we explain to men that their role in raising a child needs to become more equal in order to give us women an opportunity to pursue our work vocations? Um, and overall, I think that this is a very interesting debate, especially since I am a woman and I am really focused on my career right now and I have yet to have children. And um, this book is a little dated, so I would be interested to see the arguments that have been presented now in regards to giving women the opportunity to pursue both equally, but I guess we will never know unless we force this change and we work on it as women, and I think that's just some food for thought, and thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my podcast.